friends. Welcome to Story Behind Podcast. This is the show for people who love hearing a good story and who believe the world could use more positivity. We're the team behind God Updates and God Too, and we hope these weekly short stories will brighten your day. Mom's heart broke when no one would sign son's yearbook. Then high schoolers stepped in. Written by Mel Johnson. Read by Alyssa Forsberg. When no one would sign the yearbook of sixth grader Brody Ryder, it just broke his mom's heart. So she turned to social media for help. And what happened next had the mom in tears. Only they were happy tears this time. Sixth grade hasn't been the best year for Brody Ryder. The student at the Academy of Charter Schools in Westminster, Colorado, says he's endured bullying from the other kids. They just annoy me to the point where I cry at lunch and I just have to leave early and it's getting on my nerves. And recently they started getting physical and I don't like it, the boy explained. Still, like most kids, Brody hoped his classmates would sign his yearbook at the end of the school year. But when he came home and showed his mom, Cassandra Ryder, the book, it broke her heart. Brody had the signatures of two teachers, but only two or three students would agree to sign the yearbook. I went up to people and I asked them, can you sign my yearbook? And some of them were like, no, he recalled. The lack of interest from his classmates made Brody feel useless. And in addition to the measly signatures from his peers, Brody penned a message to himself. Hope you make some more friends, Brody Ryder. It honestly broke my heart, Cassandra said. And that was really hard to see and read as a mom. Cassandra Ryder shared a photo of her son's message on a Facebook page for parents of the school. And as the image made its way to others, Sandra wasn't the only one devastated by the lack of response from Brody's class. A couple of high schoolers decided they wanted to make things right. It's so fun having everyone sign your yearbook, and for this kid to only have people sign their names in his yearbook, it's just so crushing, upperclassman Simone Lightfoot commented. It was really heartbreaking to see people just sign their names, like just the bare minimum, another student, Joanna Cooper, explained. Even though they'd never met the sixth grader, these rising seniors rounded up as many students as they could to sign his yearbook. We all just started planning that the next day we were going to sign this kid's yearbook, said Logan South. The high schoolers turned out in droves to sign the sixth grader's yearbook. Brody Ryder ended up with over 100 new signatures. Many of the messages included words of encouragement for the young man. And just the gesture alone changed everything for the crestfallen sixth grader. It just made me feel better as a person. I don't know how to explain it. It just makes me feel better on the inside, Brody said. And of course, the act of kindness meant the world to the boy's mom. It's made me feel like there's hope for the school. There's hope for humanity. And there's a lot of good kids in this world, Cassandra said. What a beautiful example set by these high schoolers. Cruelty will always exist in this broken world. We can always combat it with good. Just as these high schoolers demonstrated, if something you see around you seems wrong, step up and make it right. Let us not be weary in doing good, for we will reap in due season if we don't give up. Galatians 6.9 Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. Matthew 5.16 
Mom hunts for son she'd given up for adoption, only to discover they work in the same hospital. Written by Hallie Wells. Read by Alyssa Forsberg. It was just over 20 years after Holly Shearer handed over her newborn to his adoptive parents when she met the son she'd given up for adoption. Depending on one's perspective, 20 years can be a lifetime, or it can be in the blink of an eye. Sometimes it's both. Holly was 15 years old and six months pregnant when she began searching for a family for the baby that she was soon to deliver. With the help of an adoption agency, she located Angela and Brian Hulberg. Holly was particularly drawn to Angela, and she knew that Angela and Brian would be able to provide her child with all the things that she couldn't. He deserved a mother and a father, a home with a playset in the backyard that he can play on, a dog, all of those things I couldn't give him, Holly said. Angela and Brian provided all those things and more to Benjamin. But as grateful as they were for the gift that Holly had given them, they worried about her. They knew that she loved with her whole heart and soul the baby she carried and given up for adoption. Born in November of 2001, Benjamin had begun trying to locate his birth mother when he turned 18. Since the adoption was a closed one, he knew only that her name was Holly. Likewise, Holly had started trying to find the son she'd given up for adoption. She knew the Holbergs by first name only. While Benjamin had been unsuccessful, Holly had been able to identify Benjamin through Google search and had been observing him on social media for a couple of years. When Benjamin turned 20, Holly finally reached out and Benjamin was thrilled. He had wanted to meet her and talk to her and above all, thank her for her decision to place him up for adoption. Benjamin recognized that her sacrifice ensured him a wonderful life. Benjamin, Angela, and Holly met for dinner one evening after that initial message. As the three chatted, Benjamin shared that he volunteers in the NICU unit at a hospital. Holly works in the heart center at a local hospital too. And turns out it is the same one as the son she'd given up for adoption. Benjamin and his birth mother had been working right near one another for a while. Holly, having noticed in Benjamin's social media posts that he was a very caring person, may not have been at all surprised that he would do such a worthy activity. However, that would be so close was very unexpected. Ironically, Holly and Benjamin's family have lived only five miles apart in their Utah homes for most of these years. Birth mom Holly and Angela have tremendous love and appreciation and respect for one another, and the bonds now made will last forever. But Jesus called the children to him and said, Let the children come to me and do not hinder them, for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. Luke 18, 16. Thank you so much for listening to Story Behind Podcast. We're really glad you joined us for this week's story. To see photos and videos that may have been referenced in this episode, check out the links in the show notes. And if you enjoyed what you heard today, subscribe to our podcast and please tell a friend about us. We'd also love it if you'd rate us and leave us a review. It really does help more people find us. Story Behind is a Salem Web Network production. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. God looks at your heart, not your gene size. 
Do you know the verses yet still stress over your body? Oh, I get it. I was raised in church, but I struggled with food, eating disorders, and my body for decades. I'm Heather Creekmore, host of the Compared To podcast, where we talk about all things body image and comparison from a biblical perspective. We get real about the pressure to focus on appearance in a culture where looks seem to matter most. Whether you're wrestling wrinkles or battling the scale, Compared To Who is the show for you. You'll laugh a little and be encouraged a lot. If you're ready to stop comparing and start living, visit lifeaudio.com to listen and subscribe.